The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, before we start the show, got some uh, words from our great sponsors. You know, NFL playoffs are here, uh, and it's perfect time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the games. Not this year, when the 53rd Super Bowl, that's right, there's been 52 before now. 53rd Super Bowl is right around the corner. Uh, it really is the most wonderful time of the year. So make sure you're ready for daily action by signing up at my bookie. They pay fast and you win. Uh, their ownership really cares about good customer service, and they offer the craziest props. I guarantee it. Uh, nothing more fun for the Super Bowl uh, than doing some of these prop bets. I don't know if you've ever done them before. You can do stuff like over-under on the national anthem length, uh, you know, first player to catch a pass, all kinds of, of stuff like that. Uh, it's really good fun. Uh, just remember, where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make money during uh, the playoffs, you got to go to my bookie. Trust me, I trust them. You don't, have, you don't have to take my word for it. You check it out yourself. You're going to enjoy using the site. Super easy uh, and all of that. Join now. My bookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for the playoffs. So just use promo code SHARK25 uh, when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code SHARK25. And you'll be helping us out on the show. Uh, and you're going to get some great bonuses on my bookie too. So check it out. Uh, at my bookie, you play. You win, you get paid. It's that simple. And normally, you know, we'd be on to the show right now, but actually we have a second sponsor this week I want to talk to you about. Uh, so let me just tell you, I'm going to take a second to tell you about our new friends at TixBlitz, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TixBlitz, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. All you got to do, go to TixBlitz.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com, promo code ARMCHAIR. And again, you'll be helping us out on the show and you're going to be able to get tickets for your favorite, whether it's a sporting event, a show, anything, no hidden fees. Tick, ticks blitz guaranteed seats guaranteed emotion all right thanks guys let's get on to the show welcome to land strikes after dark your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is old miss athletics i'm your host justin sanders very special episode tonight of course we're talking about Number 18 in the country, Ole Miss Rebels off to a red heart start in the SEC basketball world. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second. I want to bring in my two co-hosts for the evening. Uh, first of all, Will Bedwell, of course, on to talk to me about basketball uh, as planned. What's up, Will? How you doing, man? Hey, good to be here. I know I'm only standing in because y'all couldn't get Sean Ray on, but that's right. Exciting Sean, week. Always trying to get Sean on the show. Sean, if you're listening, buddy, the people want it. Stop, stop denying it. Uh, surprise co-host would be my regular co-host. We thought he'd be a continent away by now. Flights delayed live from Logan International. John Stefanczyk <laughs> with us. What's up, buddy? What terminal are we talking? What terminal are we in? We're, we're at gate E10. Well, technically E11. Beautiful. Here. You got what, you got any uh, restaurants around? Set the scene a little bit for the listeners. Oh, uh, yeah. Sight line. You got, the, you got the terminal E legals, which is probably the go-to for legals. normal travel. Okay. L- legal seafood. Oh, sounds nice. So we, Beautiful. We good to we good to go right, here. We have John has told us that. Uh, for, by the way, obviously, if you hear some uh, some some announcements, that's that's going to explain that we're you know on location here. If you, uh, John has told us if he if he needs to board, he can see his gate. So we're not going to be responsible for him missing his flight. That's going to be totally on John. Uh, I, can't, <laughs> I can't have that on my conscience. Uh, yeah, so like I said, guys, uh, you know, we, it's been a couple of weeks since we did the show. I think last week Ole Miss had, uh, had just beaten Vanderbilt uh, in Nashville when we were coming up on our normal day to record. Me and John talked, and we're like, 
yeah, you know, it's it's a good win, road win. SEC is good this year, uh, but maybe not enough to really talk about slow play it. Well, uh, I think a lot has, has happened since then, it's safe to say. Two top 15 wins, Auburn in the Pavilion, Mississippi State in Starkville, uh, Kermit Davis and the Rebels, kind of the, the talk of the basketball scene a little bit across college basketball. Uh, I mean, definitely surprising. Um, but what I'll say from watching it, and then I want to get you guys' opinion, I mean, they're, they're playing good basketball, unselfish. They make great passes. They get really good open looks. They've won 10 games straight, play good defense. They don't waste possessions. They, they seem really well coached um, as an as a amateur viewer. I've been, I've been really impressed with what Kermit's done. But, uh, I mean, what, what are you guys thinking about this team? What, are, what, what do we think here? Definitely ahead of schedule in year one, I'd say, right? It's the first full game I've watched all year. I mean, frankly, it woke up Saturday. It's probably the most interested I've been in a Ole Miss basketball game for, I'd say, since the first round game against Xavier. Yeah, no doubt. To be frank, because it's like there's, you know, is this is there really something here? Was kind of the questions. Yeah, I was coming off the Auburn, ask the Auburn win. It's like, can they so can I'm, they do it again against the top team? Yeah. So I'm loaded. I'm all bought in. The Kermit's going to go in and punk his alma mater that. Um, kind of hoodwink that hoodwinked him a couple times and then Brian Tyree is laying on the ground wallowing in pain two yeah, minutes into the game and I'm going really was he out for the year et cetera he ends up closing the game with the four points that win it mm-hmm. tough um I mean Frank I mean the difference between this team this year and last year's night and day mm-hmm. um who is it? It's, it's Henson and then yeah, Henson the freshman went for twenty six. Who's the other one? That's KJ that's Buffin, yeah, the the other freshman. You add uh, those guys to the team last year, and huge improvements from some of the guys last year. Dominique Olandichek is kind of like a different player almost. Like I it, didn't even realize Olandichek. I was like, what is he? Like that guy's competent. It went from last year, you know, he, he can barely stay in a game against a good team to this year. You you when they take him out for Bruce Stevens, you get worried because. Stevens is so much worse on the defensive end and the rebounding. So, uh, yeah, Bellwell, what do you what do you think? I know you're a big Ole Miss basketball guy. Oh yeah, well, I guess you'll recall at the beginning of the year, I you know went ahead and said we're going to be an NCAA tournament team. Of course, so, well, you um, always you're known for your optimistic predictions. It's I would true. Say, in but all I'm sports. moving it up now. Obviously, it's a Sweet Sixteen team. Oh, oh, yeah, Sweet Sixteen. Not you're not ready for the Elite Eight yet. Uh, but man, uh, state. I mean, Auburn game was awesome. I've got a long history with Hayden Auburn. It goes back sure. to when I used to have my own podcast. We don't need to get into it. Well, it seems like we always uh, do get into it a little bit when you're. I here. might be wearing our old T-shirt, just you know. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. I still have the uh, the Friday rolling uh, table cobblestone original here in the studio. Uh, it's kind of like an immemorial. I think I'm gonna go ahead table with your permission and kind of put like. Uh, a born and death date is it the same year is just gonna be one year 2017 to 2017 am i off on that uh no that sounds exactly right yeah, yeah uh, so that's maybe no what, i take that back maybe it was that. late 2016 that doesn't seem possible that seems it's my old uh co-host wait 28 is it 2018 or 2017 am i i'm getting my years wrong it's 2018 i think it's yeah, 2018. 2018 to 2018. 2018. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Sometimes I forget we're in the hell of a run. Three seasons in hell one year. Run. Yeah. No, that's true. It's yeah. crazy the network kept picking you all up. I mean, I was it was impressive what you were doing. Uh, it's yeah, my so, ex my ex co host's birthday today, but anyway, uh, we don't need to talk about that. I mean, right, I, I but, hope he's listening to hear about us uh, how we dismantled Bruce Pearl's Auburn team in he's Oxford. Not. <laughs> well, exactly. but you were saying you have a long history with Auburn. I can I can relate. I think uh, I you do. Know, we I all do. hate Auburn. Back to the Henderson gift days and before. Sure. Um, one even gets into Auburn footballs. But what I wanted to talk about more was the state game, just because, um, and really the audio quality with John in the terminal reminded me that <laughs> us three went to the game and tried to do a live recording there. It oh, didn't quite work out. So, that's sorry, so the fun. listeners will never hear that. You know, you're just keeping that in the vault, huh? Yeah. And, well, wait, I have a live recording of us at the state game? Right, yeah, this on Saturday when me, you, and John went, and we had to sneak in the mics and everything. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't. We should have done that. I think they're referencing another great to, podcast. Uh, record with Steve Robertson came over, but he wouldn't quit singing Stain songs. Right. Yeah. 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 Of course. Who could forget? I think what happened was uh, they were playing a bunch of copyrighted music, and we take that super seriously here on the show. Um, we would never do that. So I wasn't able for legal reasons to release it, you know, with our sponsors and all. It didn't seem right. 
Uh, yeah, and John, uh, while we do, we super appreciate having you here on the show, of course, and that, from the terminal is so fun, but I will say, when you're muted like you are now, it makes a huge difference, so don't be afraid, <laughs> don't be afraid to, uh, to do that when you're not talking, because, uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I'm sure the listeners will understand, too, the, the random noises and the jazz and all in the background is fun, but, uh, it's a little easier to focus right now, I'd say. Everybody's had a business call on an airport before. This is part of life. Yeah, this exactly. Gonna... That's right. Did, uh, well, I think my favorite moment of the game Saturday was Bruce Stevens getting a tech for trash talk on the bench after yeah. making back-to-back threes. Yeah, what did you guys was, think? That was classic. Absolutely. My favorite was Henson's technical. There were some great There were some great technicals. Yeah, so, Bebel, I know you got into <laughs> it on Twitter a little bit after the – there was offsetting technicals, I think, with Henson and Quindary Weatherspoon, I believe it was. It might have been Nick Weatherspoon. I don't know. There's two of them. Uh, there was a video posted of it at halftime, and you got into it in the replies. Why don't you just tell people your version of what happened in that uh, that double technical inducing sequence? Right. So y'all dropped a tweet in the group message that I'm not supposed to mention because we kicked someone out. Um, the the tweet about. with the video, and it's like, what do y'all think? There's a double technical on this play. So I watched the video like twice, and it's clear that one of the Weatherspoon kids laid on the floor uh, punches Henson in the leg. Yeah, grabs well, his leg come on. What happened puncher. before that? Let's be fair. Okay. Okay. Let's be fair. So, uh, my boy Schuler goes in, uh, gets the foul. Yeah. Whatever. Blocking foul. Whatever. Dunk. No, I'm talking right. about before he punches him. It was okay. not an unprovoked punch. Okay. Henson steps over he next to Witherspoon. He <laughs> kicked him while he was on the ground. All the old Miss fans acting like the ultimate victims on this play. They reviewed it for like five minutes. If you slow, it's very obvious. Henson kind of scoots over. He gives a little kick in the shins. Quindary, it's I just, think it was Quindary Witherspoon. He comes up swinging, tries to punch him in the leg. It's funny. It was a funny I'm sorry. Moment. It's like, okay, so in football, it's not a forward pass unless the arm, uh-huh. you know, extends. Yeah, or something. Like His leg quoting, never went back. Quoting the rule How can book, you that's kick only really going official. forward? You got to rear back to get a good rib yeah, shot. He was, he was definitely trying to kick him while I was on the ground. So Maybe that, he like, accidentally one. stepped on and pinched one of Weatherspoon's titties between a sneaker and the floor on accident. I don't think it was I'm an willing accident. To I think that that. if you watch the video, there's clear intent. But let's talk about Blake Henson. Uh, first of all, just to, to kind of give some context, it was a really funny take. On Twitter was our old friend Bo Bounds, who uh, I don't know. I'm sure I've talked about it on the show before. Who I've, I've met and been to his uh, his house before. He it big just, fan of the show. Wait, huge. when have you been to Bo Bounds' house? Yeah, so here's I'll give you the I'll go ahead and give the background here. Uh, yeah, Bo's a huge fan of the show. I'm sure. Uh, I was writing right after college as kind of a, a side gig when I had my first job. I was writing these kind of like human interest profile pieces for a local like. You know, one of those like free monthly kind of magazines that comes out uh, in different places. They're very geographically based. And I had a I had a friend from high school that was an editor, and she asked me if I wanted to do that. You know, make like a hundred dollars a piece or something. Uh, I was trying to grow my portfolio and stuff at that time too. So it was it was fun. I actually enjoyed it. Met some interesting people. Uh, but one of those people was Bo Bounds. Go out to his house. Uh, if you know anything about Bo, he's uh, Jackson radio personality big mississippi state fan went to mra here in town uh he's all about the y'all lifestyle as he calls it so that means you know like drinking whiskey grilling he he portrays it as being at the lake because this is the detail i'm going to tell you about but you might not know bo his primary residence is a lake house it's in a neighborhood full of people's like second houses but this is bo's main house he lives in a lake house uh, it's really nice. Super great place. I love it. It's uh, um, a freaking escape my mind, but I grew up going up there all the time. Lake Cavalier, Lake Lorman, those two lakes. One of those two lakes. Uh, beautiful spot. But yeah, so I hang out. I'm hanging out with Bo. Of course, he, you know, we do the interview down uh, at his little dock, like a little covered area by the water. It's all about the y'all lifestyle. And honestly, nice guy. Enjoyed hanging out with him. Uh, kind of a blowhard on the radio. All this to say. I Wait, met- it's on Super Talk, right? No, he's on ESPN radio, I think. I oh, okay. All this to say, Bo had probably the funniest take about Henson scoring 26 points. Uh, so, someone had tweeted Bo and said something like, you know, Ole Miss is really good. And he's like, Ole Miss isn't special. It took Blake Henson scoring 26 points, and that'll probably only happen one more time this season. So for clarification, and this is a quote tweet from every Mississippi State tweet ever, which is a great account, of course. 
he said, so to sum up what Bo said, Ole Miss is not special because any player could go for 25 on the team any night. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Basically, he's trying to shit on Ole Miss by saying, oh, they're not just carried by one player. They have a bunch of good players that all step up individually. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Obviously, y'all lifestyle. That's the y'all lifestyle. Obviously, in the first SEC game, Schuler drops 31. Uh, Terrence Davis drops 27 against Auburn. Now, Henson drops 26 against State. Um, I mean, I take that as a good sign for uh, the team's depth. I mean, they're not a deep team, but for the, the depth of offensive uh, capabilities, it's, I'd say it's a good sign, but maybe not. I don't know. They, they got minutes out of Bruce Stevens. I mean, they got, what, eight or nine guys that can at least kind of play? Yeah, yeah. I think what you're most worried about uh, is like an injury to like a Ola Nichek maybe or even a Bruce Stevens. You just don't have that many bodies that can play down in the post. That would really be uh, rough. I mean, we're already running four guards a lot of the time. Um, but, uh, they have a lot of scoring, uh, possibilities, uh, all of that to kind of say Blake Henson, I want to talk about this kid. He's the number one player coming out of Kansas last year. Don't really know the story there. He went to Sunrise Christian Academy. I think that might've been when, where Seabass went. I can't remember. I've definitely heard of it before. Uh, not sure what the story is there with him, you know, not going to like a Kansas or a Kansas state. I don't think he had offers, but whatever. He's like a six, seven power forward like four man you know and in this game he just went insane from three i think he had like five for 11 threes uh he had a block a couple steals i want to say um just all around uh, impressive player uh i kind of i was watching him and thinking you know i think we figured out who's gonna be that terrence davis type offensive presence offensive and defensive presence hopefully if he keeps developing his defensive game next season really excited about the way blake henson played um, it just, just really good game. He was, he was popping out. Uh, I think they had like Eric Holman, who's huge with their big center covering him just too slow to get out and try to cover him on those threes. Uh, and then, you know, he would pop out. Like you mentioned, Bruce Stevens hitting back-to-back threes. Stevens pops out to the, to the perimeter after he hits those shots and pulls defenders away from the basket. Guys like Tyree Davis Schuler can drive, make easy layups. Uh, it's just exactly what you want to see. I mean, it's the, it's the kind of way the offense is supposed to work where all of your possibilities all over the floor spread it out enough that you get open looks with enough unselfish passes. It's, I'm really, I think the offense is playing really well right now, and it's, it's not people just making hard shots. It's getting a good shot through drawing up good plays and making good passes. And, I mean, I, I'm impressed. I'm really impressed with the, the, the coaching job Kermit has done. Uh, people are saying, you know, early candidate for coach of the year. Uh, you know, if they go 12-6 and six in the SEC, obviously that's a huge – Huge number, but I think definitely he should he should win easily. Eighteen and zero in the SEC—that's a huge number. Sure, absolutely, right. I mean, uh, what do you think, John? Give us some give us some updated Kermit's Kermit thoughts after three games. I want to hear John Stefanczyk's take on this. Hey, we're kicking ass because we respect the flag. That's what Kansas ah! says. He walked that back in defense of my man Kermit. <laughs> he he probably does believe that, but after his original. Uh, speech where he said we're going to respect the flag i think he did walk those comments back a little bit and say like oh players can do whatever they want to do or whatever but uh i mean he he's out coached bruce pearl and ben howell in back-to-back games i mean i'll take it well ben howell ain't saying much no, but out coaching out, out, perch, out coaching pearl is definitely a compliment i mean he that team likes him they're mm-hmm. focused they're disciplined there's just a different level of focus and discipline than what any ak team ever had absolutely i mean ak ak was fun but it was always frustrating too so kermit i mean shoot sky's the limit right now this lsu team they're playing tomorrow's good though really they good need to, yeah that's going to be um i mean losing to them is not going to be any you know thing to shrug over just get up and no. play the next one but They've really, I mean, what the hell? It's kind of a free ride in a lot of ways if you're an Ole Miss fan, and they're really setting themselves up well to where if they just can kind of be solid the rest of the way, especially if they can go 2-0 and this week and then just be solid, you know, yeah, solid they can start the out the way and they're in. It's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because, like, we're talking about 12-6 and six being a huge number, Um you know, they have three wins right now. They have nine more home games. Then they have a Missouri game and a South Carolina game on the road. Uh, I mean, there are a ton of opportunities left. Uh, and, we're, and we're talking about kind of the, the free ride. And absolutely, uh, 
compared to you know, they go to Auburn as well. They already beat them once. Yeah, Not but I, hell, I, I don't know. I think that's probably a payback game for. Uh, I, I I would agree for but Auburn, but yeah, I mean, there. hell, yeah, you should you should have it. Uh, you should have confidence going into that game at least. I'm trying to find out what it was. Um, talking about what the expectations were. Uh, Ken Palm had Ole Miss predicted. I think like I want to say uh, eight. Eight and ten, maybe in the SEC after non-conference, and, and just the three wins so far. Uh, now, now it's saying no. There's seven and eleven. So Ken, Kim Palm's algorithm thought Ole Miss was going to go seven and eleven in conference. Now it says twelve and six. Uh, just definitely going against the expectations big time. Um, and, and so in, in year one of a new coach, yes, he's doing this with Kennedy's players. Kennedy recruited some great shooters. They were, I would say, undisciplined on offense. I mean. I, I think our offense under Kennedy looked a lot more like you what you saw out of, out of Mississippi State uh, under Howland on Saturday, where you're you know one pass maybe maybe no pass and you you take a you take a shot you drive to the lane. Um, I definitely think that uh, it's a more sustainable style the way that Kermit's offense is playing right now in Oxford. So uh, you know the sky's the limit. Absolutely, you mentioned LSU, John. Uh, they're, they're number 25 in the net. I think we're going to talk about the net a lot since this is now a basketball podcast. Uh, now that we're a basketball school, that's the new RPI, uh, Ole Miss is 24 LSU is 25. So even though LSU is unranked, it's a, it's a huge opportunity game tomorrow night at 8 PM in the pavilion should be a good crowd. Obviously 8 PM on a Tuesday is going to be kind of a tough sell, especially for the out of town people. Um, but still optimistic after the really, really good crowd for Auburn. I mean, I'd say the best crowd the pavilion's ever had at least from a being in the game standpoint, from impacting the game, it seemed like uh, it was great. How did that, how's that stack up to some of the pavilion crowds you've been a part of, Bill? Oh well, I was thinking back to the opening um, Alabama. Night. I yeah. think that's when we beat Alabama. Yeah, mm, I was there. And I mean, that was people were excited, um, but it was more just. But the there was building. no bloodlust. It wasn't you know? about the the product on the court. It was just about the ooh, look at this nice building. Most people weren't in the. Uh, their seats in time for the game to start because they were in line at racing games. Exactly, State. yeah, exactly. But this, but this, it seemed like everyone got their grub in early this game and actually showed up, showed out. Yeah, full student section uh, despite classes not being back yet. Pretty impressive. They gave out. Y'all see the jerseys? I'm yeah, so they were tight. I don't know what the quality is, but it's pretty cool. They were giving out those invitation jerseys. Did anybody see what they're giving out tomorrow night? It's a little, uh, it's a little suspect. It's a t-shirt. Uh-oh. It's a t-shirt, and it says. Let's get this. Let's let's get this. And then it's a it's a picture of a slice of bread and a Kermit's face on the bread. So what? I guess I guess the phrase is "Let's get this Kermit bread." Is what get we're this Kermit to, bread. Let's get this Kermit bread. If anybody's listening, and happens to get one of these shirts. I would love a "Let's get this Kermit bread" shirt. I was actually just wearing my uh, "Hello, it's me, Randy Kennedy" shirt that my sister got me from a game. Uh, one of my most prized possessions. So let's get this Kermit bread tomorrow night. I would say. Uh, they have LSU at home. Tough game, like John mentioned. They have a really good point guard. Uh, some, some maybe some big men. That's that's kind of in the two losses. I wasn't able to watch the Butler game. Uh, but Ole Miss played well. It came down to the last possession or two. It was at Butler. Um, not really a bad loss. The only kind of clunker I would say on the season were a game where I thought Ole Miss uh, didn't play up to its potential. At least the potential that we're now seeing they have it was that Cincinnati game in Destin. Well, Cincinnati's good. Top forty-five team in the net i'm pretty sure they had some really good big men that were really challenging olenicek and stevens down low uh kind of before buffin had, had emerged really at all and we should mention buffin had a big game against Auburn. i think he had like 16 points uh did a lot of things got a lot of rebounds kind of disappeared a little bit in starkville got in some foul trouble Ole Miss had a lot of foul trouble uh in starkville one of the craziest things about henson's uh big 26 point performance is he had three fouls in the first half um uh, including that that tech that that Bebel talked about, um, and uh, so the fact that he was able and, and still Kermit had him playing with three in the first half, which you know I thought Kermit must really uh, think highly of his ability to play smart. And I saw a couple times in the first half where you can tell he was consciously avoiding contact, giving up a basket because he knows it's more important to stay in the game. And it turns out he was absolutely right. You know he went on to score I think like 16 second half points, maybe something like that. So really smart young player. Uh, Buffin as well is really good. Tons of potential. He he still needs to grow. I think Henson at this point is a little bit further along in his development, but excited about the future for both those guys. Um, look, look to Buffin hopefully to have a, a bounce back game.
tomorrow night in the pavilion, I think he could uh, maybe get somewhere in the neighborhood of eight rebounds, uh, maybe 12 to 15 points. That would be that would be big for him. Uh, get that Sounds back. like a, a recipe for Kermit bread. I hope so. Yeah, let's let's get this Kermit bread is what I would say to KJ Buffin. Absolutely. <coughs> Go ahead, John. So let's. So here's a here's a question. Let's say Please. Kermit rocks and rolls. They go thirteen and five. Jesus, they get like a, that's crazy. I'm gonna pull the schedule up to try to imagine this. Go on. Uh, a four and then a four seed. Let's say let's just run that roll it R. Kermit goes to Sweet Sixteen first year. Ooh. How much equity does that buy Bjork for a lot his tenure? A ton until Matt Luke goes. No, no, no. See, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think – go ahead, John. Do you want to finish that thought? Yeah, Bedwell. So here's the question. They go to the Sweet 16 in basketball, then on September 8th, you're looking at – you're staring at 0-2 Ole Miss after they lose to Memphis and Arkansas. What's your opinion of Bjork? I think – Bedwell, I'll let you answer, but quickly I will say I saw a poster on Rebel Grove saying – with every Kermit win, Luke Seek gets hotter. I disagree. I don't feel that way at all. I think if Ole Miss basketball has a great year, say Sweet 16, whatever, hypothetical, great seed, great turnout, uh, great you know results in the tournament, recruiting's picking up major seed, maybe you get a, a huge player like Jamie and Brakefield, or I think that's his name. Sorry if I'm getting that wrong. But yeah, I think it's Jamie and Brakefield, a five-star power forward, something like that. People are excited. I think Luke easily gets another year after this year. That's my opinion. I think Bjork is going to have the fan base in a positive enough headspace from this basketball hire. Uh, and hopefully what Bianca does, we'll see. But I think just the, the whole basketball thing, they're going to they're gonna be less anxious to pull the trigger on Luke. they be like, well, he has Rich Rodriguez. Well, he has Mike McIntyre. Okay, it really was his first year. The intermediate doesn't count. I just think it's mellowing everybody out. I, I, that's my personal opinion. What do you think, Bedwell? Yeah, I think uh, Kermit does that. They're going to give out, like, Bjork wrestling uh, belts. Yeah, people are, you know, are going to love them again. wrestling belts yeah. at baseball games or something. Honestly, yeah. I mean, this is this is uh, so. Matt Luke was a Bjork hire, but you know, people claim, and John, we've talked about this uh, ad nauseum. You know, what did he really have? The, did he really wanted you know Dave Doran, and he and he was forced to hire Luke by Vitter and the GOBs and all that. So I, all I've heard, and obviously, and Austin Miller pointed this out the other day, Vitter supposedly, and maybe some other people were behind forcing AK out. But as far as I know, Bjork was fully in control of picking Kermit Davis, and through what fourteen games, twelve and two, it's looking like he really made a smart cerebral hire. Um, I'm impressed. I mean, and I've been a huge Bjorkator. I've said he's had to go for a long time. I don't know if that necessarily changes. I mean, his his track record before this is rough, but it definitely makes me gives me pause. I mean, it seems like on top of building the pavilion he has made the right move to at least fill it in the short run. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's huge. It's, we're going to have to give him some credit for more than just building after this Kermit Davis stuff. If it keeps going this way, he got his frog in the pavilions hopping. Also, no offense to any French uh, listeners. So what little, little disclaimer. I think frog is a derogatory term for French people. John, you're you're going to Germany. You're right. You're right. Well, Germans hate the French, vice versa. So, really, in that position, to I don't even um, know why. If the I'll French are frogs, what are the ger- what animal are German people, John? Uh, they love dogs. Okay, maybe that's what we go with. I don't sure. know. Um, I would think Kermit being successful makes everybody say, you know what? Luke was a hijack hire by Vitter and three some boosters. Maybe. Let's next time we need a football coach, let's let Bjork go make the damn hire. I agree, but what do you think about what do you think about a great basketball season making the fans less anxious about even another five and seven from Luke, letting him have another year. I think personally I think that would happen more than likely. Mellows people out. Maybe they want to fire him faster and let Bjork go actually hire somebody and get that hijack hire out of I don't there. know. I don't I don't buy it. I think I think it's there's gonna be calmer and happier in general. I think Ole Miss fans we talked about it on the show a lot and you saw it in the pavilion against Auburn. You can see it right here where I am in Jackson. Uh they're just happy to have something. They're happy to have some positivity. Uh their moods are elevated. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Um, you know, they, I, I think I think it's kind of a uh, like a pitcher of water type of situation. You got three cups, three major sports. It doesn't really matter 
which cup the water is in. They're going to have positivity, especially during the season, obviously. But overall, they want to have something that they can hang their hat on. You know what we're forgetting? Basketball is basketball. We're, for, we're forgetting the fact that Bianco is going to piss us off in January. <laughs> See, I disagree. Top 10 uh, preseason ranked team. I think this is going to be a great Bianco team. This is going to be like his 2014 team. But the show is not about that. I refuse to let you hijack this show with your uh, anti-Bianco takes. This is the Kermit Davis love fest. This is the 3-0 SEC show. Uh, we're just going to live in that moment now. I'm going to talk about the games we'll miss us coming up. So, we 13 and no, 5. No, we, we, we got one more thing here. Go ahead. The other, the other best part of basketball being good is it's just free license to send any Marshall GIF in the group text whenever you oh, want absolutely. to because you feel like it. Really, and those are and those are the best. Twenty thirteen Marshall just like peak is as good as it gets. Absolutely, should mention the last time Ole Miss is ranked in the AP poll before today was uh, twenty thirteen February, I believe. Marshall Henderson, uh, so you know it comes full circle. I, I I don't know what it would be like if Kermit had inherited Marshall Henderson on his team. Probably not good, is my opinion. I think he doesn't like <laughs> that kind of, that kind of selfish uh, shooting style where Marshall just jacks 18 threes a game or whatever. I think he definitely wants more uh, passing going on. So he mentioned LSU, I'm, obviously. Go ahead, go ahead Bill. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get um, Shape of Water gifts to catch on. Okay. Y'all seen, seen the it. Shape of Water? I, I have seen it, but where are you going with this? Because of Kermit? Well, I don't a, know. The frog, frog guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, he looks like Kermit. I think that's I can, better than okay. the obvious Kermit. You kind of have to have seen the movie to follow that, but I have, and I I, I love it. Thank you. Well, you Thank said you. Picture of Water earlier. You got right. me think. Right. It's a good movie. Do you, you, uh, do you see it in theaters? You saw it later? I did see it in theaters, but I watched it again this weekend after the game, actually. Oh, interesting. So you've been, this has been on your mind. You see Kermit, you yeah. see like a sleek. It's a beautiful film. Kind of John, have you seen The is. Shape of Water? I bet he has not. I have not. Watch it that is. on the flight. Yeah, yeah. watch it on the flight. Man, there's some certain points you maybe want to cover the screen a little bit from your neighbors. Uh, it's a very great, Kermity. It's very erotic <laughs> and also aquatic. Uh, it, it is. It is a good movie. Uh, assault at Alamo Draft House. Shout out to Alamo. Love Alamo Draft House. Uh, yeah, one best picture last year, but we're we're a little bit so LSU game far field right now. We talked about LSU. Uh, you got Arkansas at home on Saturday. After that, another noon game like the MSU game. Uh, go on the road to Bama. All three winnable games. All three losable games. Uh, they, they won't really kill you. I think I want to say Arkansas is a little strength out of that. Alabama did just beat Kentucky, but you know they're not. Not a stellar team by any stretch. Uh, and that brings you to well, let's say they let's say they win two of those. Let's not get too crazy here. So then you're you're five and one. Uh, you got the SEC Big Twelve Challenge in Oxford, eleven AM on January twenty sixth, playing Iowa State. Uh, a really good team with a good resume. They, I think they dropped a couple. And the funny thing about this, so it's something about Ole Miss being surprisingly good in basketball right now, is I'm learning so much about the national scene. Like, who would have known Buffalo was good? But I'm learning all this because I'm looking for Ole Miss content. So, I, so thank you, Kermit, for uh, for giving us a reason to uh, be interested in, in a sport nationally. I haven't had that in a second. Um, Iowa State, good team, like I said, in Oxford. Huge opportunity game there. But you're sitting at 5-1 and in the SEC. At Florida versus Mississippi State versus Texas A&M. I'm going to be optimistic again and give them two of those three. Uh, I think Mississippi State in Oxford, payback game, very losable game. At Florida, obviously, very losable game. You can beat A&M in Oxford. So that, uh, that puts us at 7-2. and two. At Georgia, a, a winnable road game right there. I forgot to mention that earlier. So 8-2 and two. at Auburn. Let's say they lose it. 8-3 and three. versus Missouri, who's bad. 9-3 and three. at South Carolina. I'm going to say what 9 and 4. We play in Memphis. Do we not play Memphis this not year? Not this year, not this year. Okay. 9 and 4. These are just my predictions. First Georgia 10 and 4 versus Tennessee 10 and 5 at Arkansas 11 and 5 versus Kentucky 11 and 6. I mean it's in Oxford. That's actually a winnable game. Uh Kentucky is good, but they're not, you know, number 1 type team in the country right now. They're more in the top 15 where about all Mississippi. Um so eleven and five, uh, don't know, and then you finish at Missouri. So yeah, I mean, it seems crazy to say in a league this stacked, but twelve and six is is not at all outside the realm of possibility. You you just heard me go through a lot of winnable games there. Obviously, a lot of losable games too, but I think Ole Miss is going to be favored in 
I mean, 75% of the games we've imported to the SEC. It's it's uh, it's exciting times. Like I said, one injury could derail it all, of course. Uh, and I'm, I'm stealing content from my friend Jacob Threadgill, who I talked to about this stuff. Hopefully going to be on the show next week. Uh, I think our deal was, I said, if we go 5-0, and I want to have you have you on to, to bask in it with me. So sorry for stealing your content before you get to say it. We need to make a deal like that with Sean. Yeah, Sean, what's, Sean you, you tell us, what's it going to take to get you on the show? Obviously, Sean Ray's been involved in the in the show behind the scenes for a long time. You know, he's our webmaster, MadeLantarksAfterDark.com. Shout out, check it out. Uh, but we can't ever get him on mic. He, you know, makes excuses or whatever. The people, they need to have it. Scott, um, his brother, for those that don't know, he gave me some stories to roast him with. Really? If we I don't know if that's going to help or hurt. What do you think? You want to hear one? It's a quick one. Okay, yeah. We got John okay, for a little Sean, longer, I think. Sean, if you're listening, skip ahead like 30 seconds. Okay. Because Scott, Scott really couldn't think of any, and so I'm making this one up. But uh, okay, good thing you Sean got to skip that, showed so up to his church basketball league mm. uh, wearing elbow and knee pads. I can see True that. Story. And a helmet, right? I heard a helmet. Yeah, and a helmet. So sh- and rollerblades. So Sean, if you want to dispel that, why don't <laughs> and you rollerblades? Come on the show. On address the- these egregious. I mean, I maybe lies, maybe it's hard to tell. Uh, no, but we're just just kidding, Sean. Don't get offended, buddy. Um, before we lose John, because I don't know when John's flight's going to board, why don't you tell that story you told me earlier, Bedwell, about a, a favorite pavilion memory? Or was that a tad pad memory? I don't know which one it was. Oh, yeah, both of mine are tad pads. Okay, which, so give us some. Uh, the one about our friend Alex Ridgway was my okay. favorite. Yeah, so I think it might have been the last um, season in the tad pad, but they started be. doing. Um, it was like a you know a fan interaction thing on the video board. You could text. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the idea is you text pictures of yourself at the game cheering, sure. and you might get put on the screen. So we went. We were religious fans. Went to every game. Um, Wesson and I. Uh, shout out to you were Calvin, another, Calvinist, right? That's the religion yes. that you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were predestined to be right. there. Yes, to be there. Right. And this, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we kept sending pictures of just Alex Ridgeway. Um, taking pictures of him cheering, or often we take him when he wasn't looking and text him, thinking oh, yeah. it'd be funny when he saw them. Sure, so and they what, would never put them on. They there. weren't you know, putting they them up still, there. They were. Yeah, they were like, oh, maybe this is a joke. Maybe you know this guy. They're doing this to mess with him. So then what happened? Right. Yeah. So they would, and then the last game of the home game of the this season. This really happened, there. right? This really happened. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I know. I, I come this. on here and make a lot I of love jokes this story. and and make a lot of surreal. Uh, stories that may or may not have happened but this one's true um they finally show a back-to-back like minute-long <laughs> montage of all the pictures we've sent of alex <laughs> all at once. that's the funniest thing I've ever we've heard been waiting we're like they're never going to show them and it finally did all of them at once oh just uh, oh it's awesome that's that's fantastic. What did the rest of the arena think of that? I'm, I'm sure they went crazy. You know, have you ever seen yeah. Have you ever seen Red Panda when she's throwing those bowls up on top, or like if a student hits like a like a half court shot to win a car? I'm sure it was a similar reaction for each. Alex ran Alex. down and was just running on the court, you know. In yeah, circles people were real. screaming. I can imagine. Yeah, no, another. Yeah, what a great, what a great guy, Alex Ridgeway. Uh, Alex, just my favorite thing about Alex. If you're listening, to Alex, hope you are. The extremely earnest tweets. Have you have you noticed this? He'll just he'll just oh, have yes. like a like a three sentence long just no. There's no joke. Just like a like a statement about like a movie or like some sort. Of just just something he's been thinking about, and I appreciate that personally. Um, so keep it up, buddy. Keep doing you. We love you. Okay, what was your other tap bat story? I don't remember. Okay, this one involves Wesson. Okay. Dean. Oh yeah, perfect. You, you didn't tell me this one. You just previewed it, so I'm interested. In oh, this okay. Yeah. So. Um, oh, and then I have we were, one. I have one after. I just remembered. Go on. This is uh, here. Let me look. Actually, I have the actual game. It was a winter session game sure. in the tab pad. So like, there's good. You can get good maybe seats. you can get sit sit sideline, right? Yeah. Well, no, we were in the student section. Actually, we were just there were like no one within three rows of us in any direction. Uh, maybe 500 people in the building total. And, uh, you know, the camera's really going around just, like, zooming in on people to, like, embarrass them. I don't know if y'all have ever seen You know, yeah, they sure, try and sure, catch sure, you not sure. looking. And Wesson's like, okay, if it comes on us, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And, I tell, and I tell him he should flip off the camera. Oh, God. 
Yeah, so he does. So oh, of course no. he does. What is yeah. No. So what flips off the camera, you know, and it's like a quick pan out. They, you know, pan oh, out, move away. No. And then sure enough, security shows up <laughs> in like no time. It tells them to come with them. Oh, no. And they like take him down to one of the tunnels to lead out. And they're like trying to give him a lesson about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're telling him like his future employers could see this. And it's so offensive to all these people at the game. And Wesson's just being like, there's only 500 people here. What are you talking about? And he, and he keeps, and he tells Wesson, he gives him like an ultimatum. He's like, look, if you just tell me why you did it uh, and say, you're sorry, I'll let you go back in. Oh, that's nice. And Wesson's like, and Weston said, I did it because I want to. And he's like, that's going to cut it. What a fucking rebel, dude. Well, shout out. It's because I told him, and Weston did not rat on me. So oh, that's, that's yeah, I wish I wish he yeah, would have. They would have kicked, kicked you out, out and he, he would have gotten to back. stay. That's rough. Well, I'm glad that they didn't like take his picture and ban him from all Ole Miss sporting events for that. That's Thank yeah, it's God. Been back. Uh, you know, I, in the future, I hope if somebody's going to do that, I want you to write, you know, landsharksafterdark.com or, you know, write my bookie promo code shark 25, something like that on your, on your chest, your stomach. And when the camera pans on you, I want you to lift up your shirt and show the crowd that I think would be a fitting gesture. Oh, here's a uh, speak uh, similar to that. Ridgeway was tweeted me a quote that he said, Wesson said that day mm-hmm. when Wesson said there's less than 500 people here. Mm-hmm. It's not like I pulled out my pecker or moon the crowd and exposed myself. I'll live to fight another day. And he was saying all this on the Jumbotron. They had him mic'd up, and he was (laughs) to the crowd. Yeah. Oh, man. They thought they could teach him a lesson, and he taught them a lesson. Hey, he taught them a lesson. Well, I don't really have any good pavilion stories, uh, which seems more relevant at this point. I've only been to a handful of games there. Had some great fun there. Uh, Seen some good games, including the first game. Uh, But I will say, tab pad stories, I remember – uh, one of those, one I think it was one of the Marshall years. Sometime when Ole Miss was good, because the the tap pad was pretty full. I was there with Sean Ray. Shout out again. Uh, we were playing Texas A and M, and I don't know if you guys remember, but Texas A and M had this really obnoxious white point guard named Alex Caruso. Uh, and me personally, I'm just like a huge racist when it comes to to sports, especially basketball. I just hate white people that play basketball. Uh, Can't except wait for to like a sound clip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm canceled for this one, but uh. <laughs> It's especially like Americans, you know, like uh, even Marshall Henderson, you know, you love him because of yours, but obviously if you're playing against Marshall, you would hate him. But like a guy like Dominic Olenicek, yeah, you can make an exception for like a European guy, whatever. He's just a cocky asshole. I thought he sucked all game. Me and Sean are, are just yelling, Caruso, you suck. And like every time he does anything wrong, we're, I mean, and I like to think that we, uh, you know, kind of goaded him into having a bad game. He didn't have a good game. I'd have to try to find the stats, but he, he, he did pretty poorly. He had some turnovers, only a few points. But there was one point, probably almost to halftime, I want to say. We've been going nonstop about, about how much Caruso, you suck. Caruso's all your fault. And I mean, like, the tap pad was pretty quiet. You could He could definitely hear us. He hit like a three. And he just turns and just stares at our section right where we were the whole time. I was just like, oh, that was pretty fun. Uh. That was cool. No, it was great. <laughs> Ole Miss won the game. He had a bad game. He turned out to be a great player, I think. Uh, by the time he was a senior, he was, like, carrying their game. So, uh, you know, whatever. That's that's funny. But that was that was one of my favorite moments in the tab pad. I'm sure, Sean, when he comes on the show, he will uh, he will agree. We've talked about it since then. Uh, what, a, what a great little shitty arena that was. But happy to have a nice arena. Uh, for Kermit and the boys to play in, uh, John, what, what's the update on your flight? Are you, you are people boarding yet? How close are we? Uh, we're not boarding yet. We got time. This is crazy. John, this, this, this John has been a long Stevens delay. report the to the TSA. It's John Stefanczyk. Different John. Oh wait, sorry, John. Yeah, Stevenson go to TSA all for all night. I don't care. Wait, how long has this delay already been? When was it supposed to be? Uh, supposed to be in the air now. Uh, this is we're projecting forty minutes. It's going to be an hour. Look, the speed and the Germans, two things don't go together. I thought the trains ran on time. Like that was what they were known for. Punctuality. Yeah, that's a little bit of fake news there. Interesting. Let's just say this is not Southwest Airlines flipping a seven thirty seven here. What uh what air is this the what's the what's it called? What airline are we talking about? L- Lufthansa. Okay, that's what I thought, but I couldn't say it. Somebody said Lufthansa. I I could see the word in my head, I had no idea how to pronounce it, so that's fun. Uh, yeah. great. So do they give you like schnitzel and uh sauerkraut on the flight or uh, typically I've had turkey and gravy on a flight here on a flight before. Okay. I was pretty heavy on the flight. But I'll they got some it. 
that or some pasta. Nice. I mean, you you get to the Munich airport, there's a pretzel every five feet. Hell yeah. Pretzels pretzels in Bavaria are like chicken tenders in the grove. They just kind of grow on trees and everywhere. But they're probably good and not like cold and shit. Give you food poisoning, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, I think I've discussed this on the show before, but what's, What's the worst thing you've ever seen food-wise in the Grove? I have two distinct ones. I can go first. Uh, you go. This is, should I? I think I might have told you this before, but well, I feel bad almost saying this. Uh, love the guy Taylor Wills doing a tent with his girlfriend at the time. Oh, I know it is. Uh, and they. And I hope you're listening, Taylor. You're a big fan. You're my little brother in fraternity. Uh, I'm a big fan of you. I mean, I don't know if you're a fan of show. Uh, you guys, there is a tent, and it was. You know, pretty college kids typically the tents are not impressive compared to like you know what the adults do and stuff. But it was sweet. They had made some food for it. The two things that I, the last things I wanted to see when I was in the Grove, uh, some guac that they had made and brought, and you know, not quite green, probably get a little brown at that point, and then chocolate covered strawberries. I just, uh, I, I, they offered them. I said it's very nice of you, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on both of those. I ate, like, eight of those chocolate Yeah, you honestly. would. You've got an insane sweet tooth. Uh, to, to me, that was the last thing I wanted to see in the grove. But cold chicken tenders are a standard for sure. Uh, anything that can go bad, I think, is just not going to – I mean, we've all eaten lots of cold chicken tenders in the grove, so not to hate too hard. I mean, fried chicken actually uh, keeps pretty well room temperature. You ever been, like, out in the woods or something? Like, for me, I'm thinking of, like, being with my grandfather in the mountains in the Ozarks. Another thing I want to talk to you about, well, True Detective season two. I heard, yeah, you, you, I haven't watched any of it yet, but and then uh, have like some fried chicken and and so really the thing about this story is, um, the background of this is like this was just a few years ago. I was an adult and staying with my uh, my grandfather and his wife, and they just make like the most like the the most fucked up food, like just disgusting. <laughs> like some examples, like and I feel bad. They'll, I don't think they'll ever hear this, but. Like, it's sweet people. I love it. And my step-grandmother's great. Uh, whatever. But, like, the one night when I was there for dinner, she made, like, a, like a vegetable medley, right? Like, peas and carrots, like, you know, out of a can or a bag or whatever. But, like, the water didn't cook off. So it's, like, peas and carrots under, like, three inches of water, like, at the table. Like, you got to, like, fish them out. Like, what the fuck? And then, like, another example, like, the day that I'm talking about in general where – all this is leading up to being in the woods, eating a piece of fried chicken from the gas station that was like six hours old, like manna from heaven, the best food I've ever had. Uh, that morning for breakfast, he had made uh, crab omelets. And it just like, I guess, I know that sounds luxurious, but it's just like he had thrown everything in the house, in the eggs, in this omelet. It was just like greasy and like just it's not good we're talking about like some frozen walmart crap so we're in arkansas i mean there's not a source of crab around here uh yeah so that was breakfast that day obviously couldn't get much down that that cold chicken is it was a lifesaver basically is the is the moral of that story so all that to say cold chicken tenders yeah not, not so bad i'll take it <laughs> i think maybe it was chicken i ate so after the 2012 egg bowl classic um yeah, big game. Uh, me, you, and Sta- Sean. By the way, State fans, on the field we did. Together. We did. And that's why I picked Sean up, and I think we fell down. There's pictures of this. State fans to this day still make fun of Ole Miss rushing the field in that game, which is funny. It's kind of like you're shitting on yourself because we, we beat you. That's why we did it, but whatever. Um, And I got – well, I woke up the next day, just thought I was hungover, throwing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, actually, but then, you know, the explosion moved to both ends, so to speak. Sure, not to be vulgar. It's, it's not that kind it's of shit. So, uh, well, you know, we it's not we're, it's PG, right? So, uh, Monday morning, I go to the campus health center, um, and you know, this nice uh, old doctor jiggles my belly a bunch and pokes on my guts, and then tells me he's they like, "Jiggled your belly? That's I've never had a doctor jiggle my belly." But go, that's I how they I check. Won't stop you it, going. Okay, go he on. says, "Yep, your your guts are rolling." You. <laughs> He's like, you probably ate something bad out there. Are you, you sure know, you went immune, to the health center? It sounds like you walked into like the physical plant and you were talking to like one of the guys that rides around on the golf carts and he was like, oh yeah, you got the rumblies, son. He told me to get a modium. Huh, well that sounds pretty useless. You could have figured that out hours. yourself. So you, and you they get... gave me um like a drama mean to help with nausea. Again, you can get that just at the Walgreens if you want that. But yep. So you're saying this is because you ate something bad in the Grove, you think? 
Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, you probably just ate some bad chicken or something. You've been drinking, this, your immune system glowing. They know, you know it. The Ole Miss Health Center, just when someone comes in sick on a Monday after a football <laughs> yeah. game, they're like, did you eat some bad Grove chicken? It's that common. Yeah. That's kind of the world we're dealing with here. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm still paying it off. I didn't have insurance, so, you know, still over my head. <laughs> you're, still, you're doing that thing where you pay like 250 every month because they, they can't do a minimum payment at the doctor, so you can just pay it off for yep. 60 years. Have you guys yep. seen what Trump is feeding the Clemson team? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was great. So, <laughs> I, so I'm just catching the, up here. This, I want to read this is the fantastic. quote that he gave today because it's, so it's so much better in, in direct quote form. Our president uh, he has a real way with words. Uh, and he also he, he understands people, you know, like he knows what people like. Uh, so I think what his exact quote was, they asked him, what are you going to serve the Clemson football team? Uh, we should mention, did, did we, have we talked, I don't think Clemson beat Bama. I don't know if we talked about that last time. I can't remember. Uh, I think we're going to serve McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King's with some pizza. I would think that's their favorite food. So that's just, that's wonderful. Uh, just, you got to love that. Just basically our, our racist grandfather is again president. I mean, it's been that way a lot of times, I'm sure, in our history. But that is that is the kind of guy that's that's making decisions for our country. Our country that is currently, and John, I want to ask you, do you have any TSA problems currently shut down at the moment? How was TSA today? Well, say TSA at Logan Terminal E was fully employed. So the funny thing is, is there's like hundreds of flights canceled in Germany tomorrow because the uh, security union is going on strike. There you go. Nobody so, to grab your schnitzel. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Very good. So very good. Buddy. I was gonna laugh if that impacted my flight, but since I'm arriving, instead of the it's shutdown, yeah. Issue. Yeah. So. That is funny. Hmm. But so how long? Speaking of, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna ask John how long he's gonna be in Germany, but I want to hear what you're gonna say too, Bedwell. Oh, um, John, your your favorite uh, Twitter account at MSU underscore POTUS mm-hmm. has not tweeted since December seventh, twenty eighteen. I heard that guy had a stroke and he died. <laughs> Love only if it happened to our real president. Am I right? Oh, come on now. We're not that kind of show. We're not going to get investigated. Yeah, yeah but it's, I didn't know that. MSU POTUS, 7th of December was the last time. That is upsetting. And it was a Hugh Freeze tweet of all things. Hmm. So maybe maybe Freeze got in the DMs and now it converted him, you know? He's yeah. a Liberty fan now. Sanders, you, you <laughs> left out the most, um, clearly the worst food in the Grove, which would have to be Please. corn dogs. Yeah. I think it has its own category. Sure. One of my favorite. Definitely it. told that story. Go ahead, John. You finish your thought. No, that's it. Definitely. I'm sure I told it on the, on the show before. I don't know if you guys were there, but it was uh, LSU 2013, 2012, one of those years, whatever it was in Oxford. Uh, we had corn dog on a string in the Grove, and just every LSU fan that, that came by be like, Tiger bait, Tiger bait, got your Tiger bait right here. And they were great. They were great sports about it. LSU fans are the best. Some of them even took bites out of the corn dog, which is like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's that's pretty low, guys. Like, Savage. have a little – don't debase yourself like that. But, uh, yeah, happy happy Grove memories there. Always always lots of corn dogs uh, around for the LSU games. Um, yeah, John, I was going to ask – I've had some good. cold crown, crab dip at like cold six hours crab after. crab dip. So that the problem with that is you know it got warm first. Like yeah, first, that's what I was going to say. If it was just been well, cold no, the meant, whole time, uh, that's I probably fine. I meant it fine. was cold to begin with, and by the time I ate it, like later in the right. day, it was lukewarm. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of, you know, that lukewarm is kind of, I hope, what we can, a, a nickname for the team. Put that on it shirt and hand it out in the section. Exactly, lukewarm. I love that. That's what, We're all going to be feeling lukewarm uh, come a few months from now. I, that's my That's my prediction. Uh, after after spring football, SC Media Days, all that stuff. Um, all right, well, it's been we've we've gone a while without talking about basketball here. This is the basketball show. I'm not sure what else we have to discuss. I mentioned Rebels in the rankings. Y'all didn't want to talk. Y'all didn't want to talk Saints. Talk Saints. You're here You're with us. The Saints. They won. Yeah. Speaking of Sean Ray, I uh, to get revenge on him, I couldn't watch because I don't have Fox, so I used his dad's old account that I had saved in my MacBook from five years ago. And did that work? Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe it didn't. Sean, I'll tell you the truth if you'll come on air. This is genius. This is working out really well. Uh, yeah, John, let's talk, let's talk Saints. They're they're one game away from the Super Bowl, right? they got to play the Rams. Yeah, they knocked out the Eagles. Probably a closer game than anybody thought it was. It's a pretty good game. A lot of people thought it was going to be. It was really the best game of the weekend. All the others were duds. Yeah. Cowboys should have lost by a lot more than eight to the Rams. I mean, it was funny. After the 
after beating State in the dump, uh-huh. I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know what, Cowboys can lose by 40. I don't care. I don't need any more of that Jason Garrett <laughs> crap in my life for the year. Is that we need, They need to fire him. But John's, John's a freaking Ole Miss basketball fan now. He's all day thinking about being – me too, man. Me too. Uh, that was that was some two great wins. The Auburn win and the State win. Two great wins. Another great opportunity tomorrow night at LSU. Let's get some predictions for the divisional games. Chiefs, Patriots, Rams, Saints. Uh, I have no idea. I would like to see the Chiefs and the Saints in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think the Patriots are having a down year, but hell, the Patriots is Tom Brady. They could they could win that game. I'll have payback for the last game with the Chiefs. Chiefs got more talent, but they've got more ghosts. Mm. Um, it's in Arrowhead, yeah. So that could they, they could get tight. They could be Mike Bianco style at home in front of that crowd. Yep. Is Mahomes? He's is he hurt or just no? It's not hurt. Banged is he? up. Okay. Is he hurt? I don't think he's hurt. That would be a huge storyline if he was. But I think Mahomes Brady is gonna be great. Uh, what's your prediction for the Rams Saints game, John? Uh, Rams really looked good the other night. I think Saints in the dome get the small edge. How the hell did uh, CJ Anderson? not get picked up like how did he get cut and now he's going over 100 yards in the playoffs does anybody have an answer that's a one that's a wonderful question crazy it's just insane yeah the rams have two very good running backs uh yeah i mean the saints uh, hopefully that their their game against the eagles will be their struggle of the playoffs and they'll come out and roll but we'll see uh the rams have a good defense right they got a really good defensive front and damaka sue is a ram right am i wrong about that i believe that's right They've got a lot of big names. They've been up and down all year. Yeah. We shall see. So we'll uh we'll see. That should be a good game. Uh all right, well, I, like I said, mostly just wanted to uh talk about the uh very encouraging start to the to the Kermit Davis era. The big huge fan of the guy now. I mean, hey, winning cures all. I, I have no complaints. You can you can say whatever you want about the flag. I don't care. I'm a big fan. Uh just keep winning, Kermit. That's all we ask you here on this show. Um any any final thoughts, guys? Did you do all your bits, Bebel? Did you get all the the prepared bits? I was looking at my do? notes. Yeah, go back I went and check. in no notes. It's all in my brain, but oh, that's rare, right? Yeah, there's not much up here some days. Yeah, well, I heard we were gonna have Will Wade on the show, right? The LSU coach, but he canceled last minute. Oh, I had a joke, but it didn't work because I really thought Bo Bounce was on Super Talk Radio this whole time. Okay, why don't you just give it to us? Here. So the the premise for this joke is that Bo Bounce is on Super Talk. They hit us with it. Right, and I said, so that's the y'all lifestyle. You just be a drunk and then hate on gay people on Super Talk, but because Super Talk like homophobic in your yeah. estimation. Oh yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. that. Mark, uh, what is it? Gelato, John. Gelato. Oh yeah, Paul Gallo. Paul but... Gallo, that was close. Oh, you were that was the part, another joke. It was like Jello hey, Gallo. That's really good. In. They keep coming. Um, I love it. I love it. Thanks really good. For having me. Don't it's workshop fun. it. Thanks, yeah. John. Always. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you were able to do the show. I'm glad John was able to uh, join us from the airport unexpectedly, but happy to have you. Now you can answer. I've tried to ask like four times. How long are you going to be in Germany, John? When will we hear from you again? I am back on fly back on Saturday, the 26th. So nearly two weeks. What time you get in on Saturday? Uh, 640, 630, 645. So you're going to be that evening. You're going to be in the air during the, uh, the Big 12 Iowa State matchups. We'll have to, uh, well, you'll land and get the good news, I hope, about a, yeah. a good resume win for the Rebs. Well, yeah. that's wonderful. Um, have a good trip. Be safe. Hopefully, your flight gets boarded here before too long. Yeah, they, they're doing families with kids now. Oh, we're, nice. We're okay, so, we're, off, we're so doing it's kind of worked out well. All right, perfect. Yeah, perfect timing. Uh, thank you, John, for being on the show. Thank you, Will, as always. Uh, yeah, I got a couple weeks here. Without John, maybe get you uh, get you back in the cut here soon. You know, you're you're one of our absolute favorite. Uh, you know, fill in. Hey, I can I can lay show. back in the cut if please. it's for Jacob and Sean. Yeah, please, let's get everybody on the on the show. Absolutely, I would love that. I mean, I kind of you could maybe just have you in the cut at all times, just kind of jumping in with these these zingers. That would just work laying in there, just yeah. hanging back, interrupting you anytime you want to ask someone how long they're going to be. Right, 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 right. And that's I, mean, I that's, almost did it again that last time. That's how I we scripted up. it. This is how we drew it up this way. Um, it's in the outline. Uh, very planned out here on the show. Well, uh huh. Stevie Wonder at the whiteboard. So, <laughs> sorry. I don't mean no, to that be was, ableist. That was one of my favorite. Yeah, it's thing. not really Please. fun, though. That's the thing. Thank you. So. I know. That is a great conspiracy theory. We're not, we don't have time. We don't have time to get into the conspiracy theories. Actually, today. There's too many. That's, that's done next week. So, that's a preview. 
Uh, no, one of the great tweets I saw, and this is kind of a multi-layered thing, the bird box thing going around where Sandra Bullock's wearing like a, like a blindfold is the meme, right? And oh, after the game, I, I did see that. I think I after the game, it uh, it was like Ben Howland at the whiteboard, and it's just Sandra Bullock yep. wearing the blindfold. I think that very if you looked at the way State played, just horribly coached. Uh, shot selection at the end of the game was completely befuddling. Just like, what the hell are you doing? How much uh, did Adidas play pay for those guys? Exactly, they need to pay more for uh, X's and O's guy to help Howland out. I don't know. Maybe they'll bounce back. Still a long, long season, a lot left to go. Ole Miss could easily, you know, end up end up underperforming, losing a lot of games they should win. But for now, feeling pretty good about uh, Kermit and the boys. So great start to the SEC season. Like I said, LSU and Arkansas the next two games. Uh, both opportunities for wins at home. So hopefully we talk to you again. We'll be looking at uh, a 5-0. and We'll see. But, of course, I already mentioned uh, our website, LandTrucksAfterDark.com. Also here on the show on ArmchairAllAmericans.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. You know the drill. Uh, five-star review on iTunes. All that would be great. But for whatever, for now, uh, thank you for listening. For John, for Will, I'm Justin. We'll talk to you again next week.